Welcome to the Man Cave. It's the only podcast hosted by two best friends who have nothing in common except their first name. I'm Mandy Fabian. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. Each week, we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over movies, books, and the latest tips and trends, and of course, Mandy's dumb ideas. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. Oh, I'm excited for this. You are? I am. Yeah. I'm going to go up front, even though I want to hear what you've been up to, which I'm sure is a lot. Got a lot going on. But uh, I, uh, because I, I called an audible just up front. I want to let them know. Oh, the people don't know. I not only, I said the words I called an audible. Like I texted, I want to call an audible, right? You don't pull an audible, you call it. hot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't like drive over to my house right then. Um, but yeah, so we are not, I did not give you your dead baby drama. I went completely no. the other direction. And it was just pure instinct. I was like a ninja. I was like, I know what we're going to watch. We're going to watch Dave Chappelle's special, The Closer, instead. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had no idea. I genuinely had no idea until I started watching it how much you were going to hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hate every second of it. And I was like, wow, there is some, I have now, like, I'm complete. I've become a podcast ninja. Like, intuitively, I just Bring knew where to go. Rod Stewart. <laughs> Honestly. It, yeah. I, I was I was deeply, like, oh my God, miserable. she's going to, yeah, crawling yeah. under your couch cushions. And I thought it'd be kind of lighthearted and fun, but no, you, you hated every second of it. We can get, we can get to that. But we can get to that. Or, and we will. And we will pretty quickly because... I have yeah. I have not done much watching and absorbing of any pop culture this week, except one of my favorite shows of all time is back on Netflix for season two. And it it makes the world a better place in every way. And I need sex to talk education. About it. No, that is oh. one of Jeremy's favorite shows. Not that he oh. needs a sex education. He's a very thorough lover. <laughs> you, but, make, you make he's thorough. That's I, a good description. I like that. Yeah. OK, what do you mean? It's a good description. How would you know? Just you said saying. that like that's accurate. <laughs> I, I would want to be. Th- I would want someone to describe me as thorough in everything. I don't. I think it's an underused compliment. Like thorough is a great compliment. Go ahead. Okay. So no, my. Oh, and is- I agree. He's a wonderful lover. But go ahead. Yeah. There it is. The truth is out. Um, no, I. Uh, it's called Love on the Spectrum. Have you ever seen this show? Oh no, I haven't. I haven't. It is the most gorgeous, life-affirming, positive, inspiring show. And it, it, it's everything I love about humanity. It has nothing. It's not like a cheesy reality show. It's, you're laughing yeah. at me. How are you laughing at me? Because I'm almost I, crying. <laughs> I'm not so laughing much. at you. I'm laughing because, of course, I am watching something that is absolutely not life-affirming or full of heart. But go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. It it sounds great. I can't wait. I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. They basically find these utterly charming, lovable people who are on the autism spectrum, and they follow their struggles while they try to find love and dates. So the production seems to set up some couples, and, and you just root for these people with your whole heart and you get to meet their whole families. And there's a woman whose job is, her name is Jody, and it's in Australia. I'm not going to do the accent, but 
She goes to their homes and she practices dates with them. She practices like social cues and signals and conversations and boosts up their confidence so that when they're on a real date, they've done it before. That's her job. And I'm like, I think maybe I'm in the wrong profession. I think I should be doing that. You know that you can't practice French kissing with them. You know that, right? Like you can't go as far as you want. There are no rules. I I resent that. (laughs) It's... It really is just, yeah. So if any Fandies are out there and want to reach out and talk about Love on the Spectrum, please do. I could talk about it all day long. And I don't really know anybody that watches it. And I just want to like, I love it. Oh my God, I've been busy. I will watch it. You're the second person who told me. And (laughs) the other person is very dark and cynical and has like a cold heart. So you know, it please. It's clearly a crowd pleaser, so that's that's great. No, I uh, I'm watching something that uh, I I I clicked it on. I was like, that looks interesting. I think I heard about that, and it was one of those. Oh no! Now it's like I have to wake up at six to get my kids ready for school, and like it's one thirty in the morning, and I'm eating the frosted nutter butter cookies that my niece mm-hmm. did for Halloween, and mm-hmm. like really enjoying this documentary on HBO Max. And it's The Way Down. Wait, oh God, what's the title of the actual documentary? It's the woman who she's a Christian and she did The Way Down Diet. You are looking at me like you don't know anything about this. I don't. Oh my God, you would love this. This woman, okay. she has hair as big as her actual head. Oh, several people uh-huh. have sent me this link. Oh yes, yeah, girl, I need to watch The this. Way Down what is it? The way down? I don't know. I'll look. I'll look it up. Um, research. I'm going to talk to the research department and see yep. if we can uh, figure out the name of that show. But it, yeah, the way down documentary. Hold on, here it is. It's it is fascinating. What? Yeah, it's the way down. Oh my god, the way down. That's what it's called. <laughs> if you say Great. way down one more time, I'm going to punch I'm my sorry. computer. I know. Oh, also, sorry. Speaking of that, I owe you an apology. Always. Yeah. I've been listening to our podcast because I'm trying to, you know, I'm an I'm a goddamn professional and I like to work on my shit. And so uh, I realized that I am a repeater. I'm a horrible repeater. And that's one of those. See, I just did it. (laughs) Okay, I have a fucking did you do it on purpose? No, (laughs) I'm telling you, I have a problem. I listen to us and I hear myself say something and then I say it again. And I'm like, Mandy, shut up. You said it once. You don't have to it's, say it again. To me, it's like Jerry and, Springer. They're always doing that. Like those those people, they get so passionate. They're Aww. like, but I never called. I never called. Mm, I never called. I did not call. I never called. Because they're passionate. Well, okay. You're passionate. Well, thank you. Okay. So uh, thank you. Being compared to Jerry Springer actually makes me feel a lot not better. him. Man, not Jerry Springer, his guests, his lovely guests. Oh, thank you. Well, now I just know that it's a product of my environment growing up. Like, I mean, clearly I'm white trash. We're repeaters. That's what we do. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I just wanted to apologize because now I'm aware of it. And now I'll never say anything without realizing that I'm a shitty repeater again. Look at me repeating how I'm a repeater. Jesus Christ. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) Speaking of white trash, how about that Dave Chappelle special, huh? As someone of the white trash background, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I know you didn't. I knew you would not enjoy it. Oh, no. Look, I know. Now you're going to end our friendship. I know. I am in so much pain over this. I can't. (laughs) 
I'm not. You look. just made me lose respect for you on every level. Oh, and yeah, I didn't and think go- my respect level could go down anymore. <laughs> and by the way, I'm also going to go to CVS and try to get unvaccinated because, yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like he says several times in the special, <laughs> I'm going all the way. He's so self-loathing and and hating the audience and hating everybody. I have very few people. There's Rod Stewart and Rush Limbaugh and Donald Trump. And when I think of those people, my spine hurts and I get really angry and uncomfortable and and like over emotional. And I think Dave Chappelle just made the list. Oh, no. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's not like those people. I hate him so deeply. I hate him so deeply. God. I really hated this. This was torture for me. Well, that's because he says bitch a bazillion times. And you hate the word bitch. Yeah, not, and I was going to have Pete play a uh, sequence just so everybody could hear the N-word repeated over and over. But oh, no, I can't he do says, that. He says bitch and the N-word in like a million times in one sentence. But man, that's his whole thing. That's the whole point. I mean, I think he is trying. I think that's his brand of comedy. And like, look, I also I did not like Andrew Dice Clay when I was in college because I was like, he's a fucking sexist, horrible pig and offensive and awful. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that's what Dave Chappelle's doing. He's doing like an Andrew Dice Clay kind of thing. And you're he's, using he's poking the, word the bear. Comedy. Do you think this yeah. was a comedy special? I do. Listen, did I, I want to play a clip. I absolutely did. It was hilarious. Oh, now look, no, there are parts that were not funny. There no, are parts no. that made me go like, oh shit, no, that crosses the line, dude. But I saw him playing, and he's playing with this idea of, like, he he points out some ideas. He, his whole thing about hating white people and the, like, the white people in the, when he says, well, there's a bazillion of them. Let me, let me, I laughed. I'll tell you every place I laughed. Please. I laughed w- at 1328. He does this thing about being jealous of the gay movement because it's going so well. It goes from 1328 to 1428. So, Pete, play that clip. You guys are confusing the emotions. You think I hate gay people, and what you're really seeing is that I am jealous of gay people. (laughs) Oh, I'm jealous. I'm not the only black person that feels this way. We blacks, we look at the gay community, and we go, God damn it, look how well that movement is going. (laughs) Look how well you are doing. And we've been trapped in this predicament for hundreds of years. How the fuck are you making that kind of progress? I can't help but feel like if slaves had baby oil and booty shorts, we might have been free a hundred years sooner, you know what I mean? If Martin Luther King was like, I want everybody to get up on them floats. Get your bodies good and shiny. It's hilarious and it's insightful that if the movement of the black community had baby oil and booty shorts, they might have done better. I mean, like, that's a lighthearted kind of commentary on, like, I'm still a black man who's going to get shot in the back, but the gays have a parade and their movement is going really well. Now, I did not know or I was not heavily invested in all of the the any of the news leading up to this. So I wasn't like, okay. Dave Chappelle's a bad person right. when I came in. 
I just saw a comedian doing a funny bit about I'm a black man who's jealous of the gay movement because it's prettier and it's going way better than ours. Well, that's not what the uprising is about. But um, I I would appreciate commentary like that if it were funny to me. But pointing out gay people, you have booty shorts and baby oil, like that's not funny to me. It's all hack, cheap, stereotypical bullshit. I I think this was the unfunniest hour and change of my life. I didn't yeah. find one thing funny. And yes, he he deeply offended me a lot, which I understand why he was doing it. But yeah, the whole thing drove me it drove absolutely crazy. It was it was miserable. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it would be like funny miserable. No, I had that. I like to refer to it as the Sally Albright stinky face. Like the whole time I was like, oh, 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 no. What is he doing now? What's he saying now? And he's yeah. just so he's so uncomfortable in his own skin. And he's oh, I don't I, think he is at all. I think that's ugh. what actually makes me feel like, look, the fact that he says so much offensive stuff like a fountain, it feels a little bit like. He's the comedy version of a Zack Snyder film, right? Now, obviously, it's not your thing, right? you know, right? I, I'm not a Zack Snyder person. I, I hate it. I don't want to watch two seconds of it. For, but for people who love Zack Snyder, he is unabashedly gory, violent, yeah. horrible. It's horribly violent. And violence as entertainment. I think he's offensive as entertainment. I think he, I think he pokes the bear. I think he likes to get in these really dark, uncomfortable places. And I don't think he's self-loathing. He's, I, I think he he owns a lot of his shit. I know he says horrible things, but his point about what we get offended about, there was a lot of things that like you go like you're not supposed to laugh at that. And some of it I completely disagreed with. But even that you go, but he's making fun of something. He's not sitting up there. He's not like Rush Limbaugh on a radio show going, this is all, you know. And I think it's dangerous that somebody gets, thinks it's funny. You know, my friend, my gay married friends laughed all the way through it. And then they were like, oh shit, we weren't supposed to laugh at any of that. When inherently he structures a joke, he does a comedy routine. It, It is horribly offensive sometimes. That's true. If it were really funny, I love that feeling of like, oh, I'm not supposed to laugh. I'm not supposed to laugh. I love that feeling. And I think there are comedians that do that really well. Um, Anthony Jeselnik comes to mind. He is brilliantly funny. And it you you just have that sick feeling like he's being really offensive and I'm not supposed to laugh. So that's right. okay by me. I didn't find anything funny. And then Dave Chappelle did the thing right at the beginning that I hate that when comedians blame the audience and he the audience is not laughing at first and he's like oh you think that's bad Uh, it's gonna get worse and he's like mad that the audience didn't laugh and that's not the audience's fault no he's not mad he's staying the all the way like through his special is was like a drop the mic i'm going even further than i've gone before and i read a bunch of articles on this and everybody is kind of commenting on the same thing of like you know, he's sort of just repeating the same stuff. Like, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that didn't love this special. I haven't watched any of his specials, nor have nor I looked have at I. any of I the tried. news. I've tried, and I can't. Oh, I just never did. Um, I heard the Chappelle show was brilliant, and some of his comedy is really brilliant. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a trashy white person, and he hates white people, and he talks about white people so horribly, but it, it, made, it makes me laugh. 
it makes me laugh so hard when he he does this bit at where is it? Oh my god. I think it's around minute 36 when he talks about being in Walmart and he's like, "Now let's just pretend for a second that I'm in Walmart." He goes, and I forget what the joke is, but he says something like, "And my dreams, my dreams, my dreams are dead if that's the case." You know. Right. He makes a he talks about how the uh, I don't know. I I I'm not, you you heard it all. You just didn't think any of it is funny. Is that a callback to last week when I admitted that I shopped at Walmart? Are you? <laughs> is it that a dig? That. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I it's duly not, noted. It's duly not, noted. Listen, no, there was a dig at me because then he talks about how all the women in Yellow Springs, Ohio, are so beautiful and they're all like white hippie chicks. And he's like, I I think I think they're beautiful. Like I love white bitches with dirty feet. <laughs> I know you hate the word bitches, so it's not fair. You can't judge it. What if you said women? But like, I'm a white woman with dirty feet. It made me laugh. Okay. It, <laughs> and then he, it, oh. We just disagree. I mean, I, I didn't find him funny at all, but I laughed at me at 10 minutes and five seconds. He start. He says something about the LGBTQ community and can he negotiate the release of the baby? And I was taking notes and I'm like, I don't get it. What's the baby? And then like a total white chick, I was like, oh, duh, baby, duh, baby. Now I understand. But it was just I laughed at me because I was like the baby. It's like when I had a voiceover gig years ago. I know you probably know this story, but maybe maybe our Fandy Nation doesn't. And I was doing promos for a radio station. And it was like, basically read off all the the hot artists that we feature on our station, you know? So I was like, listen to K101 featuring the hits of Pink, Usher, Florida. And they came back and they were like, it's Florida. (laughs) 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 And I was so embarrassed. I was like, I'm a white middle-aged mom. I should not be (laughs) saying Florida. It was really funny. <laughs> uh, no. so, I thought that I actually thought he kind of got me with that opening joke about like, oh, he gets can that the the baby gets canceled for making. I mean, he shouldn't have said what he said, and I actually agree that he should be canceled for it. Right? You don't say hateful things. You got it. You know, mm-hmm. or you or you can say them, but you're going to accept the consequences because that's what a movement is. I right. like the fact that there's reactions. You know, there should be, but when he points out that the baby murdered a black guy in a Walmart and and nothing happened to his career. Mm-hmm. And he makes comments about the trans community and he gets canceled. That struck me as mm-hmm. something that was interesting, like from his perspective, right? Where mm-hmm. you go, yeah, that must feel really shitty. Yeah. It's that thing of like, you know, when he talked about like a gay guy was filming him in a restaurant and then called the police. and. He's like, a black gay guy wouldn't have done that to me because they know that if you call the police, it doesn't matter who called. If you're black, you're the one that's guilty. Right. And so there were some nuggets in there from his perspective that made me go, I can see his frustration with the world at large and with with certain movements and certain attention being paid to things. That's probably Mm -hmm. just a frustration that there's never enough attention or outrage to end what is going on in the black community. Black Lives Matter. I don't doubt it. I just don't call it a comedy special. So, you know, if he right. were 
making a speech, you know, if or if he called this performance art, I yeah. that would be my preference. Uh, not that I would watch it. Um, he, you know, he referenced his last specials a lot and his own work a lot and how effective and important his own presence in this world has been. Yeah. And he and it is so you ta- you taught me a couple weeks ago what virtue signaling is and he was so guilty of it and it disgusted me on such a deep level and then he wraps up the whole thing his big virtue signal is i can't be transphobic because i knew one transgender person and i was nice to her so and i asked her to do a show and she did it and then she killed herself and i'm sad that she killed herself and i swooped in and i'm trying to save her daughter. So I'm awesome. I can't be transphobic because of that. She killed herself after she came out in support of him. And she got and she got slaughtered for it. Sure. She was being tortured by her own community for for supporting Dave Chappelle, at least the way he tells the story. I'm there. I'm sure there's right. But so but if if that is the case, that's that's really sad. Okay, but why is he like on stage saying, and I am going to give, send her daughter to college. And I am my friend, my friend, my friend killed herself. Uh, He started the whole thing with like, I barely knew this person, but I asked her to open my show, which to me sounds like a way to appease the, the trans community, right? Look, you can't be mad at me. I asked a trans person to open my show. Then he, well, this is a great criticizes her calls mm-hmm. her unfunny, then yeah. claims they're best friends and that he's so sad. And he's still a transphobic piece of shit to me. It Just because you made one have, phone call and let somebody open for you, that doesn't take away the years of things you have said and done that confirm that you are transphobic. Well, this is a good question. Can you be transphobic and have a transphobic friend who gets you and who you understand each other. Like they... A transgender friend. Sorry. I'm sorry to correct you, but you said two transphobics. (laughs) I don't want to repeat it, but you know what I said. But they Um, two transphobics can screw in a light bulb. I've seen it done. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. In fact, I mean, until like maybe 10 years ago, it was ever... They were all doing it. Can he be an empathetic person who does like... I don't know. Is the, is it that black and white? Like, can he be a transphobic person, a flawed guy who makes these jokes that are terrible and offensive and he should stop, but he won't because it's his brand of comedy. And then can he be a person who has a friend? Like, like, does that mean that he didn't have her as a friend? Like, why would you, why does his story mean nothing? Because it is a story in the middle of a lot of things. Like, do you have to assume one person is all one thing or can they be both? No, everybody can have shades of gray, obviously. But, and there are many, 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 many racist pricks out there who are like, but I have a black friend. Yeah. Right? And he's different because he's my friend. And and so, yes, uh, in my mind, Dave Chappelle is a transphobic prick who reached out to this one woman, in my mind, as a publicity move to fix his image. And it backfired. And and now he's trying to capitalize on it again. And it makes me sick. He makes me sick. I'm so fired up. Okay. Oh, speechless. I won. 
And now the state yeah. rests. Um, Attention must yeah. be paid. This whole courtroom's out of order. I did it. I uh yeah, okay. Yeah. Dude, I mean, this got Should we so play our game? Feisty. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna well, here's what yeah. we're gonna do. We're gonna give it yeah. man jobs because I'm a rule follower. Oh, I think I know how many man jobs you're gonna give it. You're gonna get it, throw the TV out the window. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, fist yeah. it. Yeah. Fist a uh, a fist job. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good and painful. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I hated it. Zero. I okay. That that seems that seems accurate. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I I would I would give it three, but I think it was funny, like with the knowledge that it was there were a lot of really offensive things. And I think he does lean into the thing that he knows is gonna fire people up because he thinks it's funny. So he might be that guy at a party. Classic, some of his humor things I thought were like some of them were just terrible. And you go, oh, you can't say that. You can't say right. that. But some right. of it was funny. And I and and I had never seen him before. So I was like, oh. I get, and then I did a lot of research on him. Like I was, I get why people found him impish, and I don't know, maybe gave him a pass because he would say shit that he feels like some of it. Like I said, I know a lot of it is really offensive, but he says shit that other people don't say, and it sort of wakes you up in this way of like, what do I think about that? What is that? Spend you an know? hour on a prison courtyard. People say this stuff. <laughs> did you almost I... snarf your water? I guess no, no. You just made me laugh. Yeah, but I want you to snarf next time. I'll I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I know. I try. I try. Yeah. Okay. All so right. well, we're not ready for our game yet because we are going to read we talk. Our, yeah, we have big important stuff and announcements and information. Everybody, get out your Palm Pilot. However, you take notes. We are off to the races. Mand Cave is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. If your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, please do give us a whole bunch of stars and write us a really killer review. It helps us out and it validates us in ways that our therapists won't. Sad but true. And if you want to get all up in our business, you can join us on Discord. This is brand new. So you go to oh, mandcave.com slash Discord. That's right, folks. Our own... Uh, website mancave.com slash discord the community channel is open to everybody and then because we like to be exclusive the mancave members get their own super secret members only channel for fandies only private club stuff so how do you become this member? Well, we are glad to pretend that you asked. Just go to mandcave.com slash Fandy to support us and get lots of really cool shit. Like there's bonus content and there's access to the members only Discord channel and a special message from the Mandy's on your birthday. We're quite, we're good singers. I realized that I wrote this in a way that made you repeat the, the access to the members only Discord channel. So you did another repeat. So ah, you're son in trouble. Of a bitch. <laughs> okay. And then the last thing I'm so excited about, we have such cool merchandise. We have all our manned cave swag. And if you haven't gotten on that, it's awesome and you should. We have tote bags and t-shirts and coffee mugs. Oh my. Now, hot off the presses because of last week's episode, which is awesome. Go back and listen to the real Mandy's of San Fernando Valley. Now that has its own line of teas, pillows, phone cases, oh. and more. And it's all available at mandcave.com slash merch. Go get Go it, y'all. get it. Join the club. You ready for the game? 
Yes. All right. This uh, was very fun for me to do. I don't even know how much of a game it is because I don't know. I don't know how prepared you are, but I think mm-hmm. it'll be a fun game. Neither. Okay. Nonetheless. All right. No N-words. So there are several. I'm so sorry. It's all <laughs> N-word comedy. Yeah. Because uh, I love it. Okay. Uh, here we go. The Okay. No, I can't say that. All right. Here we go. I'm going to tell you jokes and you are going to try to guess what comedian said these jokes. I love it. Right? Fun. Yes. Okay. And these are some great jokes. This was a really fun game. I have like three pages of jokes, but okay. we won't go that far. Okay. None of them repeat. Okay. Proof that we don't understand death is that we give dead people a pillow. <laughs> Paul Reiser. Oh, good guess. Seinfeld. Oh, okay. I was in the right I, ilk. Yeah. And I might try to do some terrible impressions of these people because that might help you out. That might help <laughs> me. I would appreciate that. Oh, sure. That'll help you. Okay. This is a really good one. Ready? Mm-hmm. I used to work at McDonald's making minimum wage. You know what that means when someone pays you minimum wage? You know what your boss was trying to say? Hey, if I could pay you less, I would, but it's against the law. Kevin Hart. Chris Rock. Oh, okay. Good, good guess. Good guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay, this is a good one. This is a surprising one. I don't like country music, but I don't mean to denigrate those who do. And and for those who like country music, denigrate means to put down. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. Good guess, but no, Bob Newhart. And I thought that was interesting. Oh. I was like, oh, he, interesting. He can make fun of people who listen to country music. I wonder if the country music people would have rallied in the times canceled of him. Facebook and Twitter and canceled Bob Newhart. He's so oh, funny. I love okay. Bob Newhart. I know. Isn't he great? Uh, this one I just had to say. I don't even know if it's the funniest joke I've ever seen, but it was really funny. Ready? Yeah. This is in reference to uh, uh, KFC's new bowls that they have. Okay. I, I just know want kind one. of a, a... You know this one? I do. I know uh, who it is. Oh, well, all right. I'll say it. I just want kind of a light brown hillock of glop. If you could put my lunch in a blender and then liquefy it and then put it into a caulking gun and inject it right into my femoral artery, even better. But until you invent a lunch gun, I would like a failure pie and a sadness bowl. Oh, I thought it was Patton Oswald. It is. Ah, interesting. Do you, does he do a whole KFC bit? I, I love Patton Oswald. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I was going to say, if, if I went, Oh, for 10, I was going to say, if I get one, we have to call it and I have to go out on top. But now it's too soon to say that. So I got one. We'll do just three more. Okay. Three more, right? It's I mean, a hard they're game. fun. Yeah. It's a very, oh yeah. I, I didn't really think I would never be able to pick these out of the, <laughs> right. but, you know. Okay. Um, I'm a godmother. That's a great thing to be, a godmother. She calls me God for short. That's cute. I taught her that. Joan Rivers. Uh, that's actually Ellen DeGeneres. Oh. But good guess. Good guess. All right. Mm-hmm. People say that money is not the key to happiness, uh, but I always figured if you have enough money, you can have a key made. That sounds old-timey. Yeah, yeah. Bob Hope. It's a good guess. That is Joan Rivers. Ah. Uh... That's a good, good guess. All right, I'm going to close. Mm-hmm. With, okay, two more. No, I got to do two more. Okay, ready? And I need impressions. You have abandoned impressions. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll do one that I can do an impression of, I think. Okay. I, 
I went home with this French guy because he said something adorable, like, I have an apartment. No, I know this because I know yeah. everything she's ever done. Amy Schumer. Oh, I love it. I love her. She's my favorite. I think you might know this one, too. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. I'll book a ticket on some garbage airline. I don't want to name an actual airline, so let's make one up. Let's just call it like Delta Airlines. I do know that and I can't think of it. Oh, oh, Mulaney. Correct. My boyfriend. Yes, you did I very... I rallied at the end. Yeah, you did very, very well. Good game. That was yeah, fun. I'm, I'm surprised you got any of them. Like, I wouldn't have. Oh, God, you know what? I tried to look up Bill Cosby jokes. Guess what? <laughs> oh, man. It, all of the jokes are about Bill Cosby. They're not his actual right. humor. Because I used to listen to him as a kid. I loved Bill Cosby. Right. right. I know oh, that's yeah. a sad thing. I mean, this is a whole separate episode. But it is sad. I When growing up, I loved the Cosby show. I wanted to show my kids the Cosby yeah. show, you know, or sure. play the records. And you can't. Are you ready to hear what I'm going to have you watch? I am. And yet again, I'm being kind. I have not you watched it. You always are. I'm always, well, Housewives I thought would really tick you off. But this is not Dead Baby, but I feel it's akin because it's Abused oh, Woman, which I love oh, almost as Jesus much as I love Dead Baby. Christ. Babies. Oh, my God. But people are loving this show, and you and I haven't talked about it. I haven't seen it, but people are loving it. And we're going to watch the pilot. And then if so moved, we can check in midweek and see if we want to try and watch the second one. Okay. We're going to watch Made on Netflix. Oh, God. Did you read that book? No, I don't. I'm not into sad sack memoirs anymore. All right. I'll tell you this. I hated the book. I stopped reading the book. (gasps) Oh, good. I chose something you're going to hate. I I owe you. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably hate it. I feel like I'm going to hate it. People are loving it. And it doesn't look instantly like something I would love, but because it's like out there and people are talking about it and I want to watch it, I'm going to make you watch it. Great. So that I think it's great. Required That's what friends viewing. are for. Yeah. Keep That's smiling, what friends are for. Keep shining, knowing you <laughs> I can. love it. Okay. Good job. That's it? Yep. I love you. I love you. We'll, we'll see you next week. All right. 